<laughs> Quick episode. Welcome, everybody. And goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, hold everybody. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're the one who's always about, like, let's I... let's pump up the energy, yeah. and you're like, hello, everybody. Welcome. Okay, it's okay, like you're okay, reading okay. a story. Okay, okay, okay. Welcome, everybody, to Fandom Nights. Conspiracy Nights. I'm going crazy here. I got, <laughs> I got too much going on in my head. Uh, this episode's not going to be Where we talk about pop story. culture and break down pop culture one fandom at a time. That was really bad. I apologize. <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm Dustin. Sherman. We're talking about WandaVision episode two. No season. Bewitched. Yes. Bewitched. Style. Yes, the 60s. That's exactly what I put. The 60s. Dude, yeah. Spoilers. I didn't say that before the synopsis. Spoiler alert. Yeah, time, major spoiler But alert. I'm going to go through a synopsis and then we'll Sorry, talk guys. about it. Spoilers. General discussion. we got two people watching us here, so no pressure. Here we go. Uh... Spoilers. Again. Hold on, hold on. This is filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect for WandaVision. <laughs> Alright. During what appears to be the 1960s, Wanda and Vision hear strange noises outside their house, which seems to be caused by a tree branch in the wind. They prepare their magic at... You guys have both seen this, right? Hopefully. We said spoiler alert. Okay. Who cares? Sorry, guys. <laughs> they, Sorry. they prepare their magic act for a neighborhood talent show. Wanda and Agnes spend a day with the show's planning committee, led by Dodie, Dottie, Dottie. and Vision attends a neighborhood Dottie. watch meeting, where he accidentally swallows some chewing gum. Wanda befriends another neighbor, Geraldine, and notices more strange things, a yellow and red helicopter in their black and white world, a voice on the radio that seems to be speaking to her, and a red blood stain. Thanks to the gum caught in his internal mechanisms, Vision appears to be intoxicated at the talent show and publicly reveals his <laughs> abilities. Wanda uses her Light own rate. abilities to make this look like simple magic tricks and fixes Vision by removing the gum from his gears. They return home and Wanda becomes visibly pregnant when she sees a strange beekeeper emerging from a manhole on their street. Wanda panics and resets reality to before the figure appears. Then... The setting changes to the 1970s, and everything becomes colorful. Also, there's a commercial during WandaVision that advertises Strucker watches. So, that's this episode. What uh, did you guys think? <laughs> that was, uh, I don't know, it just gave a little bit more uh, Easter eggs to kind of build on before, I thought. This one... I saw an Easter egg breakdown video of episode one and two, and it was mostly out of the comic book references and stuff. Mm-hmm. This one had the most, <laughs> and it was mostly in that little animated intro with with oh, really? everything. There was like thirty different things, like oh, that's this random person from this comic book. That's this random person from whatever thing. This thing you never heard of, but it means this. Who's that thing's cat? And it's like holy crap. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on in this one, but yeah. Yeah, I don't have my crazy conspiracies on this one yet, but let's talk about it because I kind of want to develop them. So. All right, so real quick, cartoon <laughs> cartoon intro. Yeah. We got three posters. Yeah. For Easter eggs. Yep. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Are we doing Easter eggs? Yeah, yeah. Let's so we have Booma Milk. Uh, Bobo. Bo- Bova. Bova Milk. Bova God. Milk. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, we're speeding things up and I'm like getting all tongue-tied. I watched the breakdown thing of this and I didn't know who Bova was. And he's like... This is gonna get weird, but <laughs> he's the a sentient cow midwife, midwife who gave birth, birth to the twins. To twins, like what the to heck? Wanda and Pietro. It's so random. But, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't get the reference for the Auntie A's though. Auntie A's was uh, Agnes. Agnes is the witch that they're saying that the the neighbor is, which we didn't really, really tell that in the first episode, but. The neighbor is supposedly this witch named Agnes, and she's 
Auntie Agnes in the comic books. So Auntie A's is huh. Auntie Agnes's whatever thing they're advertising. And in the comic books, Auntie Agnes had a cat. So there's, there's a cat. A picture there's of the cat. There's a cat, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first note I got <clears throat> probably means nothing, but <laughs> the helicopter that was colored. Mm-hmm. That also had the sword logo on the nose mm. of it, too. Yeah. I've seen a couple oh, things. Oh, number 57. In... 57? On the helicopter. Oh, was there? Yeah, I didn't know what that means, though. Heinz 57? <laughs> now, stick with yeah. me here. Ketchup is red. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with me. Stay with me. It's pretty complicated. High-level stuff we're talking about here. Um, yeah. I, I didn't really have too many in-depth notes. I kind of feel like the last episode is way better. <laughs> this well, really this weird. one, I just want to kind of talk about it, because... It was just kind of crazy, but... Uh, so, Geraldine, have you found out who Geraldine is? I haven't. Okay, so we'll skip that. Gum defeats Vision. Yeah. Again, I think it's just a representation of Vision kind of losing control, and in a way, like, if this was reality, and he was... If this was, like, a, a serious movie where we resurrected Vision, and now he's back online, you know there'd be a scene where he's, like, now functioning here or there, and, like, this is the sitcom version of that, I yeah. guess. And this is all after just one watch of it, I guess. So hmm. I feel like I'm going to learn a whole bunch of stuff after a couple extra viewings of this. <laughs> you know, right. I'm sure there's a ton of stuff. But hmm. uh, so it starts with something hitting the window and stuff. And I just I just feel like the whole like something is attacking our house is like something from outside is coming into our reality and that I that I don't want or that Wanda doesn't want, you know. Well, the beekeeper or the, the therapist from the first episode, like there's these people who are coming into the reality and reality's breaking down. I feel like this whole series is going to be like going through all these different eras, but also reality kind of breaking down in a way. And I, I saw one thing where that's kind of what happened with sitcoms in general, that uh, sitcoms started off very like surface level, like, oh, my husband, you know, you never really know what he does for a living, and the wife's just at home and whatever, but then as it gets further and further into our world, like, our sitcoms in our world, they get a lot more complicated, and, like, the husband and wife are finally sleeping in the same bed now, and they're, right. you know, there's not just three cameras for this whole show, there's outdoor cameras, just like in this episode, it's not just the three camera setup like a normal sitcom, they have, like, close-ups, and they're outside, just like in the... Uh, Andy Griffith show mm-hmm. where they like do outdoor shots and stuff like that. Like yeah. they do that in this one too, and hmm. I don't know. So this this would be more like towards the sixties. This is the sixties, yeah. Sixties, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which actually is part of what uh, another one of the things for this episode. And I know you conspiracy fan. Uh, <laughs> so with reality cracking more, uh, so every time like things go wrong and they get like flustered and things start happening, yeah. um, every time that happens, apparently I didn't know this, uh, somebody says the word damn, which prior to 1970s was a big no-no on in like, this episode. No, 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 in so far in these two episodes. They do in both of them? Cause, uh, oh. his boss in the first episode and Vision, huh. uh, uh, say it. Oh, okay. And those are big no-nos. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, prior to the 70s for any, like, television sitcoms. Okay. So, like, it helps kind of, like, show that, like, something's off. Right. Like, this doesn't belong here. Yeah. Yeah. And that was even in the first episode, and now it's, like, there's color in this. Mm -hmm. Like, that 
definitely doesn't belong here. <laughs> and, I mean, this episode, I feel like... This had a very pleasant view kind of feel. Oh, yeah, for sure. But this episode, I feel like, solidified my belief in the whole conspiracy theory that I was talking about with the last episode. Mm-hmm. Because things happen again, like Agnes comes up and she's like, Oh, isn't it the star of the show? And like she's kind of in a way breaking the fourth wall of this universe saying like oh isn't it the star of the show you're the star of this show you're putting on and just trying to flatter her and again controlling her in a way like telling her what to do by asking her questions and stuff and hmm. i don't know so yeah i don't know i don't really have anything else to say about that <laughs> um i'll just cut right to the next thing i guess yeah. <clears throat> um dotty when her and wanda are cleaning up or whatever mm-hmm. um Wanda reassures her, like, I'm not here to, like, I'm not going to harm anyone. And Dottie's like, I don't believe you. Hmm. Like, she thinks that Wanda's there to hurt people. Huh. That's what I got from that. Yeah. Because she's like, I'm not here to harm anyone. And Dottie's like, I don't believe you. Hmm. And that's when the radio scene starts happening, like, immediately after that. Right. Again, she kind of loses control because she gets questioned. And Mm -hmm. it's like, whoa, now something's getting in. It's weird that it's coming in through the radio... That's right next to them. Yeah. I don't know. So you were asking who's Geraldine? Yeah. Geraldine is a cover. Because apparently it's been uh, actually reported that this is the grown-up version of Monica Rambeau from Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. That's Geraldine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's just an alias. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. Um, And then, oh, speaking of the voice on the radio... Who do you guys think that was? Well, Disney Plus spoiled it. and Agent Wu or whatever. Yeah, we saw it because I was watching stuff with subtitles on. Yeah. And it says Agent Wu. And then it says the quote. Like, it, it says who is talking because huh. you can't see the person. Because so really, if you look at the subtitles, it for says For me, it Agent just said Wu man right on radio. Oh, did it? Yeah. Maybe they changed it. Because like, when I watched it, I mean, it's but not that I watched it at 2 o'clock in the morning when it came out. And it said oh. man on radio. Hmm. I watched mine at like. Saturday morning it, at it like doesn't say 12.30. Agent it said woo. I know. Cold. Mine just yeah. said man on radio. Mine did hmm. the same. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I huh. read somewhere that it wasn't leaked in the subtitles, but it was leaked at the end credits over oh, in like Germany or something. Which is the tough part. It was like German sub German end credits that gave huh. away Agent Wu. Well, I've seen so many screenshots and stuff. I probably have... <laughs> Change the reality. So yeah. <laughs> I probably have changed the reality in my head to like that I actually saw it, but maybe I didn't. <laughs> maybe so, it's the German so translation. So, who is played by? That voice sounded so much like Matt Damon. It sounded like uh, um, I can't think of his name. It sounded like Captain America to me. Really? Like to me, but mm-hmm. not totally. Because I'm like, is that? No, it's not. It's not. But my initial thought is like, oh, Captain America's here. But no, it was not him at all. Yeah, I just didn't really get the feel of. His voice. Yeah. Know. It just sounded like Matt Damon for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> Listen to it again and think Matt Damon, and yeah. you'll think it. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> so, yeah. Wanda, Wanda, can you read me? Who is doing this to you, Wanda? That's what made yeah, me feel like that's it's... That's the crazy thing. That's like, what who's doing me, this to you? That's what made like, me what? feel like it's Wanda's reality, but someone is still controlling her reality. Right. Agnes. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's Agnes. I, I think feel it's like, game or sword. Well... I feel like I think some in on it. some organization or some something did something to make her create this reality, and now they sent an agent in or Agnes or 
whatever she is to like kind of steer her and oh isn't it your anniversary isn't it your isn't this in the comics wasn't Agnes like uh, someone that trains Scarlet Witch Girl yes. or helps her with her powers she teaches her magic right Scarlet Witch already has like powers from the stone but then she teaches her magic on top of that mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you think anything of that sort would go down maybe later yeah I mean, she she doesn't seem very antagonistic to her, so right. It seems like she wants her wants to succeed, her, right? Or just whatever. Who knows why? Not but succeed. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't really know what to talk. What do What do you think about Dottie? Do you, what do you Who do you think she is? What? I literally just read about this, oh, like this specific perfect. part, because <laughs> the the theory is. Uh, if you count how many, uh, neighbors she has, uh, so, no, 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 so, <laughs> bear with me here. <laughs> I know, I know. So, it's, Did you count how many grass, uh, things no, 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 are on no. the lawn? It's, it's, like, it's not <laughs> just that, but, like, there, uh, the names of, like, some of the people that are introduced in this episode, mm-hmm. uh, like, Herbert, the, the guy who, like, does the magic trick, like, yeah. the card trick with, uh, Vision Later, mm-hmm. uh, is a... Could potentially be the high evolutionary, which in some old yeah, school, about that. yeah. but mm-hmm. so with all the females neighbors, there's mm-hmm. a theory that it's the Salem Seven, who are like old witches. I can see that. Huh. Yeah. So I've seen so many theories and stuff about witches and all this stuff, and I'm like, eh, I, I don't know. Maybe Marvel's gonna go that way, and like I've seen theories of like, oh. Satan or Mephisto or something like that's going to be the main bad guy. And I'm like, that's too far. I don't think. Well, because I don't think they're going to do that as their flagship show on Disney for kids. Like, I don't know. I don't think. <laughs> no, but like in, the as devil. an introductory like, thing, I can I see. Um, yeah. Because like in the cartoon intro, there's a mm-hmm. uh, reference to Grim Reaper as a character mm-hmm. who's a villain. Yeah. Um, One small tiny little reference. <laughs> yeah, but still, it like, more like Galactus's helmet. Okay, like, you're oh, the one who's like, you can read. No, no, into I know, I know. I'm just like, it was one little passing frame. Six but. minutes left. The the ad in this one. Let's just get to that, I guess. The Thrucker. The Strucker. Strucker watches. Yeah, and it had uh, Hydra on it. Yeah, that was kind of cool. And I like people are equating it to the first one was Stark, and then the second one was Strucker, and when in Wanda's actual life Strucker was the one that like experimented well, on yeah but Wanda in Wanda's actual trauma. life the, the the horrible traumas that she's endured was one the bomb that flew into their room yep. that was a Stark Industries bomb that was beeping but didn't go off which was just like what the toaster did and then the so that was like a traumatic experience that would mm-hmm. burn Stark into her mind and then the second traumatic experience was getting her powers and being Tortured, I guess. If you, I don't know, by by Strucker, and then it was had Hydra symbol on there, which was kind of cool. But which <laughs> personally, does Strucker have anything to do with her brother dying? Because I know he got shot by a bunch of people. Well, he who, got shot by uh, um, who? Who fired the bullets? Uh, who was it? It was uh, the Ultron bots. Okay. Yeah, I think it was just a. It wasn't like one person who well, killed I know. her, and yeah, yeah I but. That. Yeah. Um, so apparently, I guess ultimately it was Tony Stark who did it. So this, I mean, uh, so with, sorry, I'm gonna jump ahead. So the beekeeper that shows up, yeah, mm-hmm. the we're bee- pretty much there. Yeah, yeah we're so pretty that much there. that outfit is uh-huh. resembles Ames' agent uniforms. Yep. 
Yeah, they so, have a sword logo on the back. It, exactly, right. which is which is why I'm thinking that this. Well, is this is why they're like it brings <laughs> in that conspiracy theory portion where it's like, well, who does this person actually work for? Yeah. Sword or aim? Right. And Strucker, like Baron von Strucker, helped found aim. Now, this is a stretch, but stick with me on this. So <laughs> she created this alternate universe as like a idyllic place to live, like a a proverbial land of milk and honey, if you will. So what <laughs> would float through the sewers in a land of milk and honey? Bees would probably be down there. So I think he just came into the reality knowing that he's probably going to encounter some bees because he knows which way he's coming in, and that's why he's wearing the beekeeping outfit. But why would you? Re- why would they reference <laughs> Strucker and have like an aim type like uniform? Yeah. Like in the same episode. Also with that with that commercial, I took mm-hmm. it as like a hint. Maybe Hydra is still watching. Because it's on a watch. <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to put it past Disney to make a terrible joke like that. I'm seriously not. <laughs> I was trying to kind of make a joke with my land of milk and honey thing, but that was hilarious. <laughs> I'm, I was, I'm not joking. I'm serious. I was like, okay. I wouldn't put it past Disney to be like, yeah, like they've been watching yeah. this whole time. Yeah. So speaking of that scene, I mean, she, she walks out and she sees the beekeeper and she's like, nope. and, which that sewer was not there. I've seen side by side comparisons of that street. The sewer was not there, and then at night, it's there. So it just appeared out of nowhere. How? I don't know. But uh, then she just comes out there, and she sees the beekeeper, and the no that she says is, like, the most acting you we've seen in this series so far. It was know? almost like the real Scarlet like, Witch from no. Endgame. Like she, yeah. Like, all the memories just flooded back, and she's like, no. And just... Then it all rewinds, and then all of a sudden she's pregnant. <laughs> she's having kids. All right, hold on, hold on. Oh, we got like we got a couple minutes here. Uh, magic show. Oh yeah, we, we didn't talk about that. that. Mm-hmm. Cabinet of Mysteries, having the Mind Stone like straight yeah, up that was emblazoned cool. on the front. That was cool. Um, I didn't really get anything out of his other like magic tricks though, uh, as like references. Yeah, again, I I feel that whole magic scene just seemed like a lot of just empty fluff to me. But that's just me remembering it after one viewing. So. Say watch it again. I know. I, I, <laughs> You'll dig something. Though. I'm actually kind of curious else. if they, they would bring in the, the Salem 7 then cause, or like, mm. because Dottie specifically says like that's like the best like thing we've ever seen on this stage or like mm. and it's like her actual magic being performed. The whole time I was thinking like what, what award did she win? She won like the uh, most creative Best comedy. Best comedy. Yeah. And like it seemed like an award she just like made up. I'm like, oh yeah. So you're telling me you went to a statue shop or a trophy shop. You went and said, you know what? Just in case someone has like <laughs> a super a, a super funny thing, like it's not an award we're actually gonna do. I'm just gonna let's let's make an extra one for best comedy, just in right. case. <laughs> I don't know. Huh. Yeah. I, again, I'm digging way too much into that. But <laughs> um, what do you think about the kid her, all, all of a sudden being pregnant and? Uh, and I'm then there was the transition for like the color around everything. Yeah, yeah I'm lost. I know. It, I mean, the transition probably was just like transition into the next time, like seventies. Yeah. But I know she gets pregnant in the comics, and the references that I've seen, like from other people and stuff, of what all this stuff could mean. In the first episode of Crazy, this one is just the the theories are just like bananas. Like I like the the uh, sentient cow midwife, like. That was just a reference. I, know, I don't think that's like I know, a, but there's I'm just no saying, theory like, behind you, that. You throw in little little things, and it's like, okay, there's, like, all the crazy theories about this episode 
could just be called sentient cow midwife because like they're well, all just crazy. Well, I don't know because like with like you're introducing if you're potentially introducing like yeah. you know a group of witches, yeah. uh, having like the Grim Reaper as a reference. Yeah. Like, is there any chance that like magic does exist in the Marvel universe? I'm just saying it. Well, that's it's that's what I'm kind of getting at because like if you introduce those, could you potentially introduce like Mephisto and bring Ghost Rider back into the MCU? Yeah, like yeah. long term. Yeah. As long as it's not Nick Cage, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I did like the transition from black and white to color, and that happened in Bewitched, like the actual, oh, yeah, yeah. The actual 1960s show. Like they started in black and white, and then there was a scene where she like snaps her fingers, and then all of a sudden it's in color. If you had a color TV, so I don't know. That was really yeah. cool. That'd be pretty uh, boring to watch on a black yeah. TV. I spent so she much money. <laughs> I spent so much money on this color TV, and everything's black and white. It's like. On a 4K TV, watching a standard DVD, like, <laughs> cavemen. Yeah, Neanderthals. Well, I think we're on time. Yeah, that's 20 I think minutes that's all, honestly that's all I have for this episode. It was really good. Yeah. I'm excited to dive deep into the next one. So, right. <laughs> uh, Dustin, take us out. Thank you guys for watching this episode of Phantom Nights. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and iTunes and Spotify podcasts, as well as like four other. Yep. Lesser named podcasts. <laughs> if Dustin gets bored tonight, he'll set up another Tinder. No, I got plenty of things to do now. <laughs> but uh, thanks for watching again and uh, join our Facebook group. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Maybe? Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. I gotta put some like theme song music to this. <laughs> Just do like the end of WandaVision. <laughs> We literally just like. Da -da -da. <laughs>